Welcome to the Mixtape, a podcast that delves into all things music. Join host Mia Esperanza as she takes you on a journey through the world of sound and rhythm, exploring the latest trends, classic favorites, and hidden gems in the music industry. From rock and roll to country and blues, from pop to classical, Mia will share her passion for music with you and give you a new appreciation for the art that moves us. So sit back, turn up the volume, let's get ready to rock. This is the Mixtape. Hot mic. Do you want me to be like... Perfect. right up on it or do you want me to just hold it down here um probably right up on it okay, um cool i've got the massive windscreens because yeah. i recorded at a bonfire yesterday so that was the nice. oh yeah yeah so it was crackling popping and everything Alrighty. you so. got some good equipment here this nice little little focus right interface mm-hmm. and my little brother picked it out really yeah, <laughs> yeah. no it's yeah. good stuff he's the gearhead so he breaks my bank account um, yeah. All righty. The mics are probably the most expensive part, honestly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I know how much money you spent on these microphones. I will not tell anybody else how much money you spent on these microphones. It makes me want to cry, honestly. But, yeah. All I don't right. know. You might have found them on clearance. You might have had a coupon. You know, you never know. But I like to think I would have had a coupon, but nope. <laughs> Uh, just the credit card. Just the credit card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just the credit card. Just that that, let rate. that be your friendly reminder, reminder to like and subscribe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because <support>. Mia <laughs> needs to pay off these microphones. Yeah, just the microphones, not the camera and everything else. <laughs> right, that goes not along the with other it. stuff. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's a good intro. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Mia Esperanza <laughs> with the mixtape, and I am interviewing yet another person in nashville we haven't left um been here a while this is round oof six in less than 24 hours um so yeah right (laughs) (laughs) we're tired but i'm excited to get your story uh you want to tell us who you are i'm zach stone and shoot girl you're killing it then because you just like popped in here you got this whole thing set up and i mean we're like ready to go you're even like dressed up and everything (laughs) like you don't look Thank like you're you. running on fumes, so so huh. good for you. I think Nashville is just like it it can suck the life out of you if you're not careful. So gotta run on uh Red Bull and coffee pretty exclusively while exclusively. I'm exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> so um I actually met Zach or like found you yeah. at uh Tin Roof downtown on Broadway. Hey. Um and I like you were playing Luke Combs when it rains it pours. I'm from Panama City. I'm one of those people that is like... So you were, you were all in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, when it comes to songs, I will find every piece that could possibly relate to me in it. Um, and so I had my whole group from Panama City we, with me. And um, we have that clip of you like singing that part about deep sea scenery to fishing down in Panama. Panama, yeah. And I'm um, pretty sure like the rumor mill says that that's a fishing boat in our marina in Panama. No way. Um, so every time we hear that, it's just That's like cool. we go crazy. Um, so reposting that and then got to connect with you on Instagram. And now we're here. 
Here we are. Yeah, yeah. you said you came to Nashville all the time, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we love repeat offenders. So. Yeah, <laughs> repeat yeah. offenders. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love the city so much. Probably moving here soon. Um, and I'll be a permanent, a permanent offender. Is that what that would be? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Transplant. I don't, yeah. Transplant. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is anyone like, realistically, do you think anyone is like not a transplant? Honestly, it's unbelievable. The amount of people here that are not from here. Yeah. I can, I, we, we call them unicorns. Um, because yeah, you, uh, like if, if I'm, you know, if I'm in Denver mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in the airport and somebody goes, where are you from? I go, oh, you know, I'm from Nashville. Like this yeah. is home. Yeah. But when I'm in Nashville, people will say, where are you from? Cause yeah, none I, of no us are from, from here. here. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, I'm from Texas. What about you? And they're like, Panama city beach. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. But every now and then someone's like, oh, I grew up in Hendersonville and you're like, oh, no way. <laughs> you're like, yeah. wow. That's, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've met anyone that's like born and bred yet. Um, they're they're tough to find. I know. I can and probably where I'm hanging out is not a good place to find them either. I mean, yeah, if you're going down to Broadway a lot and things like that, that's not the yeah, spot. <laughs> I like I've been off Broadway for two trips now. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of got my fill. Um, I'm going to Tin Roof in Midtown today, so different version. There you go. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but tin roof, the OG tin roof, by yeah. the way, yeah, the OG. very first. Um, I think it's so funny cause like where I'm from in Panama city beach and like the 38 area, a lot of people don't realize it's like a small Nashville. Yeah. Uh, we have Tootsie's. You got a Tootsie's. And, and... Um, Jason Aldean, Brian Kelly just opened up a burger bar and no like, way. they're buying up a bunch of property and yeah, oh, that's like cool. I didn't that's know that. where those guys go to vacation. Oh yeah. So it's like. It's crazy to be in two different types of the music scene. Like, same thing, different font. Right. And, yeah. like, totally, like, obviously, Beach City, totally different. I don't know if it's the closest beach. Maybe that's why. But that is definitely, the like, the beach oh, yeah. that everybody seems to go to from here. I don't here. even know if it's closest or if it's just the fact that it's, like, straight shot down I-65. Yeah. It, that honestly, oh. it's super easy. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Easy to lose your mind on it too. It's just like <laughs> never ends I-65. Um, so why don't you kind of get us started and tell us about your story. You said you're from Texas. Yeah. Like walk me through it and like your journey into music. Man. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, because you know, geez, why, why would you care about you know my story? But hopefully there's something in it that maybe you relate to or find yeah. interesting or different. Um, I grew up uh, in Texas, and my parents were both from small like farm town type things. And my dad grew up in a small town on a farm in Iowa, and my mom grew up in a small town on a dirt track that my granddad ran um, mm-hmm. in a small town in South Dakota. So oh, wow. they were both kind of small town kids and. Uh, you know, they lived sort of that country lifestyle, which is weird because they certainly didn't grow up on country music. Hmm. So listening to, you know, growing up in a suburb in Texas called Arlington was great because I had a ton of friends from the middle of nowhere and I got to hang out with them a lot. And I had a, and I, I related to them because that's very much, it was my family's values. You know, the, the country lifestyle was what we lived. We just, lived on a quarter of an acre instead of a, you know, instead of a hundred acres. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, the values were all the same and just kind of the way we thought and the way I was raised was kind of that way. And so I really found myself connecting, um, 
I actually went, I grew up listening to my parents' music because I just didn't like the other music that was really, except Backstreet Boys, of course. Okay. Um, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, all in on that. Um, but aside from that, it was solely like... I don't like, know if I was expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> other than Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, I had a Kenny Rogers CD. I had yeah. a, uh, I had a Journey and a... Uh, an REO Speedwagon CD like it was a lot of classic rock Billy Joel mm-hmm. Elton stuff. John like you name it mm-hmm. everything from the 70s and 80s yeah and um, and so one day I was kind of like as much as I love these guys I want to hear like I, I, I want to hear new music like I want to hear something that's new mm-hmm. but I still kind of want it to be like this and uh, I came across like Tim McGraw live like you were dying and was just like what a song I mean it's yeah it's heartfelt there's emotion there's like a realness to it the way he sings it and performs it like I don't know and I just started listening to country music and Daryl Worley's Have You Forgotten was out at the time Alan Jackson's Monday Morning Church mm-hmm. uh, and I I just started hearing these songs that just I was like man these guys seem to get it there's just a difference you know, listening to those kind of yeah. songs and that kind of music than hearing like, you know, TikTok by Kesha. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're just Stark like, you know, yeah. I, one of these feels like it really comes from a a, a real place. Yep. And one of these just feels kind of mindless and eh. And yeah. uh, now don't get me wrong. I've jammed some TikTok, but. Yeah, but like you have like, to be in the right headspace for it. Yeah. yeah. There was just a, a special connection that I had to country music. And so okay. I. I kind of thought, man, this is sort of my home mm-hmm. um, music-wise. And so I started writing country music and making country music. And then I really wanted to be country. And so I moved out here to go to Belmont. I was playing baseball um, oh, wow. as well. I was really competitive in that. So I uh, came out here to do music and play Division One baseball and started doing music full-time. And all of a sudden we like started winning competitions. We got to play an arena show uh, at Belmont, like one of the biggest music schools in the country. Mm -hmm. We beat out all these, all kinds of applicants and got to win. You know, we won this thing called Country Showcase and we got to play in like our basketball arena for like thousands of students. uh, With, uh, it was, that was with Ricky Skaggs and Peter Frampton too. It was unreal, unreal experience. And that was kind of the moment where I was like, I want to do this the rest of my life. You know, mm-hmm. walking out on that stage, hearing that in that kind of a setting, hearing the crowd roar, I was like, I want to play stadiums forever. Yep. And this is just my favorite thing in the world. So, um, man, I, I uh, started writing songs and started doing this whole music thing. And it's yeah. been a heck of a road. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. That's that's a really cool story. I like it. Um, so as far as you're talking a little bit about musical inspiration, yeah. Um, who I ask everybody this. Um, uh, the more I ask it, the more people are understanding it. So <laughs> give me your musical Mount Rushmore. Like, who would you put on that mountain? Oh Lord. Yeah, it's it's like an impossible question. Mind changes every week. I'm sure we could go through multiple recordings of me and they're all different. Um, but... Oh my gosh, yeah. So I, ooh man, my musical Mount Rushmore. So I'm going to approach this as kind of like the you're trapped on a desert island and you can only bring four yep. artists with you sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so when it comes to that, I always kind of go with variety because you could obviously do a country version, no problem. Yeah, and I think mine is probably you could do a now. you could do a hip hop version, and you know you can fill up those four slots quick. Yeah. So I would say for me, I would have like uh, Tim McGraw up there. He was just the man yeah. when I was growing up. Okay. And honestly, still kind of is mm-hmm. for me. I just love him. And uh, so I'd say like Tim McGraw, um, Eminem stands out just because okay. he's also like so different, but so, so great. Um, and, oh, man. I know. It's so... Gosh. <laughs> it's a fun one, but it's really difficult. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can, some of my like current favorite artists ever would be, um, a guy called, his name's NF is what he goes by. Um, I'm sure some people are going to be like totally. And some people are going to be like, who? Um, (laughs) so NF is amazing. He's another rapper though. So he might be kind of like, he might be in that Eminem vein. It might be too similar. Um, they might have beef. (laughs) I don't think they have beef Beef on the island. (laughs) I, as much as I love NF, I don't know if Eminem even knows who NF is. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem's probably like, who? <laughs> um, dude. Oh. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say, uh, one. I think, like, one of the greatest vocalists of all time, in my opinion, is uh, is uh, Mickey Thomas from a band called Starship. Um, and so... I. I wouldn't really put the whole band Starship up there, but I would put Mickey up there because okay. he's incredible. I just, his vocals are second to none, I think. So, um, so yeah, let's give Mickey Thomas a, I've also got a bass guitar signed by him. So I'll, okay. I'll give him, I'll give him that third spot. Um, uh, man, I don't know. I know it's so hard. <laughs> you know what? I'll go with, uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Tedder. Lead singer of One Republic. Oh, okay. First off, if you if you are sort of shrugging your shoulders right now, going, I know some One Republic songs. Shut up. You know a hundred One Republic songs, and yes. you just don't know it. People are that way. You know who people are that way with? Daughtry. Yeah. The amount of people that are like, oh, I don't know Chris Daughtry songs. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You know like you twelve have, Chris you Daughtry know songs. Too many Chris Daughtry songs. <laughs> yeah. I had this whole conversation with my brother two episodes ago. Um, and he was like, yeah, I got in my first car accident to Chris Daughtry. What? And he was like, and the music kept playing. That's, oh it's a Daughtry God. song going off after the airbags. So, yeah, I, that was a solid he, one. Chris though. is like, I'm going home. And you're like, I don't think I am, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I no, really don't think I totaled. am. Totaled. Yeah, I think I'm staying right here. Gosh, I wonder if that was Oh, that's song. hilarious. I wish he knew what song it was because that makes the yeah. punchline way better. Oh, my word. <laughs> that's Ryan's also the guy. He wrote like Rumor Has It by Adele. He wrote oh, Halo yeah. by Beyonce. He's written Taylor Swift's song. Like, again, you know a thousand Ryan Tedder songs. Mm-hmm. You just don't know that you know a thousand Ryan Tedder songs. Yeah. It's unreal. He's stupid talented and I just love him. And it's like unfair that someone be that good of a writer producer singer and also like is a good looking human like that's just yeah. cheating like what's wrong yeah with you at that I point i think i think he paid god off i don't know how but... <laughs> yeah there's just some people like um i'm not a songwriter by any means but i work really closely with and 
um, manage a girl named Sam Lina. And oh, yeah, I know Sam. You know Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Love I, her. Okay, yeah. She's the best. Um, she's going to be on tomorrow. Heck yeah. <laughs> so um, we actually got home from something and uh, – that whole like story I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. uh, someone kind of just backing out on us and she said a line and it just stuck. And then we sat there writing for three hours and just like yeah. watching how her brain worked. It's just, it was fabulous. I like offered like two lines here and she was like, you just co-wrote. Like, Yay. You just co-wrote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, okay, I remember, I'll take it. <laughs> I remember writing a song with a buddy of mine and, uh, <laughs> We were stuck. We had this, the whole thing was perfect all yep. the way through one line short. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like, man, that third line in the, in the second verse, something about that's not right. It's gotta mm-hmm. say, you know, cause you're like, what we're trying to say is how, you know, he loves her like he loves his pickup truck or whatever it was. Yeah. And we're like, you know, but obviously it's got to rhyme. It's got to sound right mm-hmm. with the melody. It's got to blah, blah, blah. And so we're like, how, how do we say that? And an hour later, we were still struggling. And his manager walks in and is like, oh, here, just needed to give you this thing or whatever, you know, tell you this anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, how's the song coming? And we're like, it's great. Uh, we're just trying to figure this one stupid line out. And he's like, oh, no, what's the line? And we said, well, the, cor- the chorus is this, blah, blah, blah. And the second verse goes like this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we just... It just needs to say something different other than this. And he goes, oh, well, what if it said this? And he says a line. And we both looked at each other and we were like, (laughs) yeah, that's it. That's the line. line. And he's like, I don't know. Y'all will figure it out. And he walked away. And as soon as he shut the door, my buddy went, man, it's a shame we can't use that line. And I went, why not? And he's like, I'm not putting him on this song. (laughs) He's like, we use that line. We got to give him credit for it. I'm not doing that. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. We would would have to give him credit. It's like Garrison wrote this one song. That's that one or that one line. That's his. He gets. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I was I was so proud of it because the whole theme was like uh, drinking wine out of the box. It's like girls night in. uh, You you know what you need for your friends. And um it was like it's a very girl power like best friend song yeah um super fun to like just belt and even though i am not musically talented so like not fun for anyone listening singing into the steering wheel girl yeah so um there was a line and i was she was just talking about boys and i was like you know sometimes like jack ain't it unless he's on the rocks and she was like we're writing a song about that so (laughs) because it was like so heavy in the song i have like two lines and first co-write first co-write nailed everything else nailed it so yeah sam's great um but just like songwriters and musicians like the way that y'all's brain works it's just is so fascinating to me because i am very oriented on like the business end of music um so super duper cool um so tell me about like your move to Nashville and like what that transition was like for you. Um, I would say it was, I would say in a lot of respects, it was honestly easy. I was very blessed that, you know, it was quote unquote just for college. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of got, I kind of got to ease into all of this because I, a lot of it was just going to school. Right. It was yeah. just going to the orientation, learning how to sign up for classes and then going to those classes and getting books and 
doing college mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And what I didn't know at the time that I know now is how valuable sitting next to that person in that macroeconomics class was mm-hmm. because of the amount of times I've gone into meetings with, you know, I walked into a meeting with one of the biggest labels in town a while mm-hmm. back and I was so nervous and I was just like, man, I really want to hit this out of the park. I really yeah. want them to like me. And, uh, first guy walks in, he's the head of their A&R department. He came and spoke at one of our classes once. And I immediately went, oh my gosh, you were in so-and-so's. Yep. You, you, you spoke in our class that one time. Mm-hmm. I was there. And he's like, oh, cool, yeah. So all of a sudden we were like, yep. we were sort of buddies. The next person that walks in is a girl I went to school with. And Man. I'm like, hey, yeah. what's up, Mia? Like, yeah. <laughs> I know you. And she's yeah. like, oh my God, Zach, hi. <laughs> and we like hug each other. And we're like, so yeah. we're, she's like, yeah, I work here. This is like my job. I'm one of the people that's going to be talking to you today. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. All right. Perfect. And I didn't know the next person. You know, there were like four people in that meeting. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know the others, but I knew the big guy at the table. I already like, we had talked after class. I asked yep. him a bunch of questions. I sent him an email after asking more questions. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so all of a sudden it was like, oh, we, we've met before. And yeah. like, man, it's just, if nothing else, just the way that calmed my nerves and just made me feel more like, at ease of like okay cool i know these people i know how this is gonna go i i just felt better um you know even though they didn't sign me lame um rude (laughs) but so (laughs) rude i guess we're not friends anymore then are we Uh, but uh but yeah you know if if nothing else just being able to walk into that meeting and go oh you know what i get Mm -hmm. it you know it's it's kind of that i've heard people i wasn't in greek life but i've heard people who are in like sororities and fraternities, you know, they walk into a big job interview and sitting there on the guy's desk is a Kappa Psi sign or whatever. And mm-hmm. they're like, dude, me too. <laughs> and all of a yeah. sudden you're like, you're in, you're just in. And it, and it just really helps whether you get the job or not. It just yeah. helps that go better. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, uh, uh, that really, really, really helped me going to Belmont. Um, that said, if you're listening and thinking you want to come to Nashville or you want to do that, you definitely don't have to go to Belmont. Like there's so many awesome ways that you can do it all on your own. You know, Mm -hmm. you can do all of that without paying a lot of money to go to school, go to a college. Um, but that, you know, I was out fresh out of high school and looking to go to college. And so that was just kind of an easy, easy path in. Um, and then after geez, you know, graduating, it's like, well, now I've been here four years. I've been doing this a while. I've played writer's rounds. I've played shows. I'd gone on tour. Like that was all old hat. So going Mm -hmm. to, you know, doing stuff like tin roof or playing shows like the show I'm playing tonight, you know, it's just quote unquote easy, you know, routine now. it's more of a routine. So, so working in Nashville, um, for this long, Mm-hmm. I know you've probably <laughs> seen some stuff. Um, yes. So <laughs> tell me like what the weirdest or like funniest experience you've had. It doesn't have to be Broadway, um, oh my but gosh. typically it's Broadway. Um, yeah. So let's hear it. Dude, people ask me this question all the time. Like, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened at a show? And I'm, And it's like, I'm a huge baseball fan. Yeah. I follow the Texas Rangers like it's my job. <laughs> and uh and I follow really all of baseball like it's my job, but especially the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to 
the Ranger game. I was in, I was back home and I yeah. took my mom to a Ranger game and we sat down and then we were playing the Oakland days. And I remember she turned to me and she went, so what do I need to know about these two teams? And I went, mm-hmm. I, my brain just exploded. Cause I just went, I don't even know where to, you want to talk about the rotations. Do you want to talk about the yeah. infield? Do you want to talk about defense offense? How, like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) There's so much I could tell you. Like, I just don't even know where to start. You know, like, you know, it's like if somebody just said, explain to me, what is iPhone? (laughs) What is, what is this? You're like, man, a lot going on there. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I, a couple stories that just immediately pop into mind. Um, (laughs) There's uh, both were actually on tour. I feel like the crazier stuff tends to happen on tour. Uh, some stories aren't safe for the podcast, um, <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Uh, the things that have been said to us and um, requested of us uh, are are frightening. But people um, are crazy. And uh, but I I remember we went and stayed. Uh, we played a show and we showed up at this venue, and they had told us that you know they would provide us with lodging. Um, which was expected. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we showed up to the venue. We set up. We got ready for the show. We sound checked. And we said, great. You know, we'd love to run back and, you know, shower and just kind of clean yeah. up. And they said, sure, totally. We'll we'll walk, you, we'll walk you back there. And we were like, oh, is it like right across the street? Like what? And they're like, oh, no, it's right back here. And they walked us back to an old stock room. And there oh were four God. cots set up in the stock room uh there were five of us and so one of us slept on a couch and the other four that was back there and the other four of us slept on those cots um in this like old like right next to us was a room full of stacks of like boxes of budweiser and stuff like that like it was wow and just an old stock room and that's where we stayed for the night um that's I don't know if that's better lodging or worse lodging, though, than the place we played. Uh, we played a venue that had a house right behind okay. the venue, which was great. So we stayed in that house. It was about 500 square feet. <laughs> um, and we had four of us back there. Yeah. Um, five of us. Nope. One of us slept on the couch again. Um, <laughs> Pattern. <laughs> yeah. There were uh, five of us there and four beds in one room. Um, that was in the loft and downstairs there was one bedroom and, uh, we couldn't use that one bedroom because the venue was attached to a strip club and one of the strippers, uh, lived in that bedroom and there was one bathroom that we all shared. And because I don't know if you know this, most strippers work at night yeah. and most bands work at night. So we were always, so <laughs> we were fighting her for the showers <laughs> like every night. <laughs> Oh my it was God. Like, it was like, all right, cool. I'm going to shower. Then Chris is going to shower. And then, uh, Sandy, like, are you next? I don't know. <laughs> like what, you know? Oh my God. So That's yeah, she wild. was, uh, so yeah, we shared lodging with our stripper friend that time. Nice. Um, honestly ended up pretty, pretty uneventful. Uh, she just sort of stayed in her room and smoked a lot of weed. That was pretty much, we didn't, Solid. we didn't see her a lot. We didn't talk to her a lot. <laughs> Um, so fighting her for the bathroom. Yeah, but it was, uh, you know, imagine calling your girlfriend and being like, just so you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder how that went over. Depends on the girlfriend. <laughs> 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 um, 
Yeah. yeah. So, dude, I just... Oh, we got rained out on an indoor gig. Uh, the ceiling over the stage collapsed. There was a leak in the roof, and the roof was leaking <laughs> oh onto God. the ceiling above the stage. And the uh, in the middle of the song, we were playing a song, and in the middle of a song, um, a hole just opened up in the ceiling, and everything went all over our guitar player's pedal board and gear, oh, soaked our guitar player. And like and so he immediately like yeah he immediately ran off stage grabbed towels and just started trying like mid-song we just we had to stop yeah can't Um, keep going and uh yeah must not go on so so like i've had power go out at shows and that's nothing (laughs) like that's no big deal (laughs) you play acoustic or something you figure it out collapsing Uh, i was like man i've had a roof collapse on me but it's it's crazy how then, you know, that stuff just, it just, you're so used to it. You know, you, yeah. you start to, it truly becomes one of those where it's like, you know, if you've run a marathon, you know, if your car runs out of gas and you got to walk a mile, that's not, you're like, I can do yeah. that. You yeah. know, so when, so when I'm playing shows and, you know, maybe the mic isn't working quite properly or there's just like mm-hmm. stuff. It's annoying. You want stuff to go well and just yeah. work. But if there's little hangups here and there, which happen all the time, you're like, please, it's I have part of it. I have done this so many times. I've yeah. seen a lot worse and I've been there, done that. And uh, it just puts it all into perspective for you. And I think then you just sort of appreciate you know, I'll, I'll go somewhere and they'll be like, Hey, we got you a hotel room and I'll walk in and it's not the nicest hotel room I've ever been in. But I go, you know what? It's my own bed and my own shower. And that's yeah. great. <laughs> I am yeah. very thankful. To I have am that. a hotel snob. I, um, traveled for work this past week to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. North Carolina was not nice to me. No. <laughs> On the way up a lady, I prepaid for gas woman reached around, took my pump. Because she saw me go into prepay and stole my gas. And then my little gas attendant was like, you look like you've had a bad day. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And so he went out and he got my gas. Like, he got money for my gas for yeah. me, which was really solid. But, like, wow, that was just, guy. yeah. I was like, uh, I think his name was Derek. So shout out to Derek. Shout out Derek, man. Um, and so that was nice. But I hate that it happened. Yeah. Fast forward, full day of work. I drive straight into work in North Carolina. And um we it was like a thirteen hour work day and I'm just ready to go to bed. <laughs> I'm the only employee that's staying in a separate hotel because it's like this giant market. Yeah. And everything's booked. So I'm like, there's four of us, three of us are somewhere else, and me is alone, the <laughs> best western in the sketchy part of town. Oh, dude. So there was like definitely a drug deal happening in the parking lot. And I was like, okay, I, I can I can deal. Like I'm I'm strong, whatever, just make it inside. Oh, they could deal too, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and so I get inside and all I wanted to do was go to bed. I kept my suitcase in the little tile part and I rip up the sheet, bed bugs. No. Oh. And it's like ten thirty at night. And I just, oh. oh, I was so miserable. Called my boss. No one's answering. I had to, <sighs> I went downstairs to the manager and she was like, yeah, we've been having this problem. Like, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> so, yeah, 
I was like, get me to Tennessee. Tennessee's never done this to me. <laughs> yeah, so North Carolina and I are not friends unless it's the Biltmore. Bed, it. I've heard, I know some bed bugs have ruined some tours because it's yeah. it's like the flu. It's, you know, one person on tour gets it and then everybody on the tour has got it. Yeah. Like if, ugh, if one ugh. person, they get bed bugs and those bed bugs get in their suitcase and then yep. next thing you know, they're in your suitcase and then they're all through the buses. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, so I, I cannot confirm or deny some shows, <laughs> not of, not of mine. Thankfully I've yeah. never dealt with that, but like some large name artists that yeah. have been shut down for a show or two because of bed bugs. That's insane to me. Like, that's just so gross. And yeah. like the hotel being fully aware of it. Oh, I was so ill. I had and to drive an hour to the other hotel. And if you don't like check or something, like you don't yeah. know, you just, you just go to bed one night, you wake up and all of a sudden the next day you're like. I think there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I do not do creepy crawlies. Are you itchy? So I'm, like, I'm itchy. <laughs> yeah, that Oof. was, yeah, not a fan. Um, but I've never had a roof collapse on me, so. That, you know, yeah. <laughs> That's so there's valid. That. <laughs> let's see. I'm going to get you a fun question. Okay. Um, I mean, they've all been fun, but let's hit you with something That's what, that is field. That is a story that always gets people. It's like, we've been rained out, and people go, oh, Inside. yeah, that happens. And I go, not indoors. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty it's good like, one. Wait. <laughs> okay. Um, what about like that's probably like your wild uh show experiences. What about interactions with fans? Like weirdest thing oh, you've Lord. signed, um, weirdest song request, or like favorite song request that you get? Literally anything. So uh weirdest thing I've signed. I'll start by saying that my father is just one of the most encouraging people um, mm -hmm. that I know. And he has done so much for me and my career um, emotionally and, you know, the moments where I was like, man, I really want to do this video, but like, it's just so expensive. And he's yeah. like, well, you know, how expensive? Maybe I could help you out with that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just unbelievable what he's done for me. And I... uh I he told I remember telling him I wanted to move to Nashville and go to Belmont and he was like do it yeah you know and I then I was going to Belmont and I was getting a business degree and mm -hmm. I called him one day and said I think I want to switch out of business and go straight into the music program because I think I could actually work better on my craft on yeah. and what I want to do and and he said do it do it and I was just amazed by his support and willingness to just constantly tell me if you, you know, yeah, do it, mm -hmm. do it. And I went to play a show in Tyler, Texas. And because we were in Texas, my dad yeah. got to come down and see it. Aww. And, uh, he was there with me. And of course he's standing side stage and he's always got, uh, you know, he's always got his big old smile on his Zach Stone t-shirt and he's just supporting me the whole time. And, Eventually, I turn around, and this woman has jumped up on our stage um, from out of the crowd. She's climbed up. She's totally wasted. She's gone. Yep. She pulls her pants down and yells, sign my butt. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. And so I whip around, and I turn side stage, and I look at my greatest confidant in the world, my father. And he is side stage holding out a black Sharpie going, do it, do it. <laughs> 
like I dad maybe now's not the time yeah. for encouragement I don't know that That's I the one time you're like please tell me no so I, I was like maybe if I sign her butt she'll get off stage which was my yeah. ultimate goal we didn't have security at that gig or anything so oh I didn't know gosh. how to like so I I just so I grabbed the sharpie I signed her butt and she got off stage and I was like you know what <laughs> You know what, Dad? Good call. Oh my it's like, gosh! What do you know? Dad's still got a couple of tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, he wow. just knows. He knows when to say the right thing. <laughs> so, God. yeah, I think you win that one. Um, I've had a few different answers, and yeah, one was definitely the weirdest. <laughs> uh, someone was like, "Oh, I've signed a phone before, like the back of an iPhone." Back of an iPhone. I was like, okay, like that's. Was it a case or a no, phone? No, it was the phone. They're actual man. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, that's pretty. That's commitment. That's pretty though. weird. Like they that's definitely commitment. wanted you with them all the time. So, um, but I, I think. Because imagine that's you going home yeah. to PCB, and like two months later, someone goes, "What is that?" And you're like, "I don't know, some dude I saw at Tin Roof." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I, the, I think his name was Zach. I don't know. I can't read the signature. It's just really committed to do that. Like yeah. I don't know, um, for sure, but. God, that's the worst ever. <laughs> so, um, as far as like new music and stuff, what can people expect from you uh, coming up soon? So, wonderful news. I'm, uh, I'm, as of us recording this, mm -hmm. um, in just a couple days, I've got a new acoustic track releasing on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music and Sweet. YouTube Music and Amazon Music and. You name it. So wherever you listen to music, um, it's going to be out there. That is my Love Songs Acoustic oh, um, cool. track. Uh, I really wanted to give everyone just a full view of these songs. I think songs need to stand up on their own mm -hmm. as well as under production, obviously. Yeah. And it's so fun to get to do these songs fully produced. But then I think it's it's been really fun to then just break them down to a good old fashioned band yeah. with an acoustic guitar and a little drum kit and some piano, you know, and just do it old school. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I'm releasing my acoustic tracks along with, uh, each single that I release and I've got a new music video as well. Oh, wow. Um, I started this project about a year ago. Um, I released a song called love songs mm -hmm. and it inspired me to start doing a bigger project where these five songs all coincide and all go together. They're all written kind of about or for my wife. Um, oh, sweet. And, uh, and so they're all, they're all like upbeat, happy, fun mm -hmm. songs that I think you'll love. Uh, and so I think they'll just bring a smile to everybody's face and make yeah. you feel good about yourself and just, um, start your day off right kind of thing. And so, uh, as we've been filming the music videos too, we're kind of filming them in succession back to back so that they'll, they'll sort of flow together. So That's if you really go smart. watch the, uh, the love songs video, mm -hmm. you can kind of see how it ends and it sort of teases the, she wakes up like this video, which you can then go watch. And, uh, oh, cool. at the end of that will be a little teaser for the next video as well. So that's really, um, really neat. I like that. Yeah. So if you're, uh, depending on when you're listening to this in, uh, October, uh, October 20th, mm -hmm. Love Songs acoustic track will officially be released. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so if you're listening to this after that, go check out the acoustic track and the regular track and mm -hmm. you can hit me up on Instagram or TikTok Perfect. or Facebook and tell me which one you like better. This is actually going to come out shortly after. 
Perfect. And this is a good time to announce a different side of the mixtape. Hey. Um, so we're talking, this is side A, the podcast. Side B is going to be twofold. Side B is going to be a playlist. So everyone that's featured on the podcast is going to be able to pick three to four songs that they want to go on the mixtape's official playlist. Awesome. Yeah. And then on top of that, we'll be starting a writer's round here in town called Side B of the mixtape. Heck um, yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun and you're more than welcome to be a part of it always. Love that. Yeah, um, I would love to do that. So where can people like find you? I am, I am everywhere. I am on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Spotify. Anywhere and everywhere, and just about anywhere and everywhere, you can find me at Zach Stone Country, Z-A-C-H Stone Country. Perfect. Awesome. Um, So, yeah, you type that into just about anything, and I'll pop up. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This is a lot of fun. This is great. Thank you for coming and finding me. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm glad we did it. We'll do it again. Yep, we'll do a follow-up, probably after all those videos are out. I love it. we'll tell the story. Heck yeah. Awesome. Well, this is Mia Esperanza signing off on another episode of The Mixtape. Nailed it. And that's a wrap on another episode of The Mixtape. We hope you've enjoyed the ride and discovered some new tunes along the way. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials to stay updated on future episodes and join in on the conversation. Until next time, keep the music playing and never stop rocking.